Fox News. First Federal Bank and Trust again recognizing another $1,000 cash winner and a $1,000 marketing donation match from Sheridan Media. As part of their community commitment, the Y.O. Theater is receiving these funds per random drawing. Could your organization be next? We're giving $1,000 to a qualified nonprofit organization every week. Visit our website, efirstfederal.bank, for details. First Federal Bank and Trust, Sheridan Media Present, Community Commitment, member FDIC. Parker Millinger provides business advisory services tailored for you specifically to help your business become compliant, tax efficient, organized, and strategically aligned with your goals. Think of us as part of your team. You will rest more comfortably knowing that you are covering all your financial basis and making informed decisions. Contact us today at Harker Mellinger. Our focus is where you're going, not where you've been. This is Public Pulse, your information and conversation program, brought to you by First Federal Bank and Trust. You can voice your opinion by calling 672-KROE. That's 672-5763. Now, your host for Public Pulse, Aaron Palmer. And good morning, Aaron Palmer on uh, Jackson Electric Open Line. That's right. The Friday thing is always a little different, yeah, right? I yeah, had I to, had to stop and think about that for a minute. <laughs> Um, joining me this morning, as always, uh, the every Friday, Steve Sisson. Here we are. Good yeah. Morning. Good, good morning. Good morning to you. We have uh, some interesting stuff coming up a little later, which we'll talk about when when it's time. But uh, well, let's go ahead and go, just go to the poll question for this okay. week because it was kind of an interesting one and. The results that I looked at earlier, I don't know if they've changed, but it was quite decisive. Uh, yes, I'm, I'm wondering. Uh, this is pretty close to the most lopsided poll we've ever done, I think. I, I can't think of one that was higher than this. Uh, the question uh, sponsored by uh, First Northern Bank of Wyoming is, are you happy with the work concerning property taxes by the legislature this session? And uh, we had the yes, no, undecided uh, options. And uh, if I go from the bottom up, we had just 7% saying yes. They were satisfied with what they did. Uh, 12% were undecided, and then 81% say no, they are not happy with it. I am not surprised, are you? I am not surprised, no. We, no. I talked to both um, Senator Kinski and Representative Crago, and, and then yesterday, finally, uh, Representative Western, and they all were pretty upset mm-hmm. that the legislature couldn't get anything done. And I don't yeah. blame them. I mean, there were 20-some-odd bills that were introduced that had different ideas of how to address property tax reform to give relief to you know residential pet taxpayers in the state. And one, well, I guess two got through eventually. Mm-hmm. But one made it through on its own. Then they had to re- re-bring up the second one. And uh, basically, it was a constitutional amendment which passed. But that's just going to give, you know, a smaller population, smaller portion of the population, a little bit of property tax reform. And the rest of us just like they kind of hung us out to dry. <laughs> I think that's the general consensus. Yeah, that's certainly how it feels. It it does. And it's upsetting. And I talked to um, both Crago and Kinski about this. And I asked them because they passed the per diem and they increased that for lawmakers, which went from, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, $109 per day to about 160 okay? okay? And 
that went through with flying colors, but yet, you know, it seems like when it comes down to helping the rest of us, did they really to, uh, yeah. and I'm not blaming those two specifically. It's just the legislature in general. Mm-hmm. And, uh, so little, little bit of, uh, you know, people not knowing what's going on. Uh, they were expecting, they were hoping for a lot more. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. Well, I'm getting an indication here we need to take a quick break. Yep. So we're going to take a quick break on the Jackson Electric open line, 9.30 a.m. and 103.9 FM KROE. We'll be right back after this. electric and you'll see the light maybe it's as simple as adding an extra outlet maybe it's as detailed as wiring an industrial building maybe it's high efficiency led lighting or a fire alarm system or phone system installation and repair maybe it's data system wiring irrigation wiring or electric motor sales and repair commercial residential industrial agriculture above ground below ground call jackson electric and you'll see the light at 1851 north main in sheridan You bagged your trophy elk. Now imagine having its ivory handcrafted into the perfect piece of jewelry. At Legacy Diamond and Gems, their in-house jewelers can take your memory of the big hunt and preserve it into fine pieces of jewelry to last generations. Using your imagination, the skilled jewelers at Legacy Diamond and Gems can create something truly exceptional. Visit them at 11 North Main Street or online at LegacyDiamondGems.com. Hurry in now. The following message is presented by Century21BHJ.com. This is Ken Gould from Northern Wyoming Walleyes Unlimited. Our next meeting is on Tuesday, March 7th at Bighorn Mountain Eagle, 6.30 p.m. Montana game and fish biologist Caleb Bowman will be talking about the fish populations at Tongue River Reservoir, specifically the crappie. What has happened to all the crappie? To find out, come to our next meeting. Call 307-751-4047 with any questions. It's a showcase of incredible feats of juggling, hula hoops, unicycle, aerial, circus stunts, contortion, magic, and audience interaction wrapped up in a blanket of comedy. Sheridan's Wyo Theater welcomes the great Dubois Masters of Variety to the stage Tuesday, March 7th at 6.30 in a fast-paced, high-energy circus show for all ages. Tickets for The Great Dubois are available now at the Wyo Box Office or online at wyotheater.com. Tax season's greetings from your friends at H&R Block. Whether you choose to file virtually, in person, or via drop-off, let's make it a season worth celebrating. File your way with H&R Block and get upfront, transparent pricing, expert help at every step, and a max refund guarantee that means you'll ring in the season by getting every dollar you deserve. All tax situations are different. Not everyone gets a refund. Limitations apply. See hrblock.com slash guarantees. Hi, this is Barb Hodson with your family-owned H&R Block in Sheridan. Visit us today. a.m. and 103.9 FM KROE, the Jackson Electric Open Line, Aaron Palmer, along with Steve Sisson. And we have a special guest in the studio, actually two. Well, one of them is more special than the other one. Right. But, well. (laughs) I won't let you guess which one's which. Exactly. (laughs) We have Mr. Eli Mosley, who will be performing at the Y.O. Theater tonight along with his band. 
Uh, good morning, Mr. Eli. Good morning. How are we? Good. How are you? Fantastic. Fantastic. It's great to be here. Made it into Sheridan last night. Yeah, uh, a little interesting driving conditions for a Florida boy, but you know, yeah. it, was, <laughs> it wasn't as bad in Wyoming. Wyoming's got their act together. It was all that Colorado snow and all that, and it was just that the was, roads. No, that was crazy. Bad. That usually happens. Yes. Yeah. One yes. state or another. Montana's usually mm, kind of shaky yeah. between here and Billings, too, but eh, it is what it is. It's funny. <laughs> we, were, we were driving uh, yesterday or day before yesterday, and we were in Nebraska, and uh, someone said, yeah, well, it's going to be I'm sure enjoying these these roads before we get into Colorado. And I'm telling you, the second we hit Colorado, it was just like hitting a roller coaster. <laughs> it was like, oh, we're off-roading again. <laughs> well... The snow's probably different for you, but uh, you got a chance to look. Is this your first trip to Wyoming? Oh, no, not at all. Oh, no, okay. we, we played uh, uh, in June. I did the uh, summer uh, ser- the summer concert series kickoff for the Cody Rodeo, ah, okay. and um, that was an awesome experience. And then uh, we played Jackson the last couple of years, and we're headed there actually after the show tonight. We're headed to Jackson tomorrow. So, Well, I kind of threw my question in because I was going to ask – what do you think of the mountains? But apparently you've been here enough where it's like, oh, oh yeah, that. no, Wyoming's <laughs> gorgeous. Absolutely beautiful. I'm kind of confused about all the white stuff on the mountains right now. I'm not sure what that is, but uh, that happens yeah. Yeah, it, every so often. <laughs> hey, right. <laughs> all right. Well, let's talk a little bit about the performance tonight. It'll be 7 p.m. at the Wyo Theater and you brought your band with you. And the interesting thing is you have a member Mm-hmm. That's from Sheridan. Tell True. me about that. True story. Yeah. So Nick Gale uh, is going to be playing with us on bass tonight. We're really excited about this. Um, frankly, the show is largely due to his uh, um, involvement here in town and his his family and ties and connections. And it was just is you know we we've been talking about playing out here for a while. And you know he saw that we were touring to Wyoming. He goes, well, why don't you come to Sheridan? And I was like, I don't know. Just work, let's work on that. And so he kind of started that ball rolling. But I met him. Uh, about uh, about two years ago now, uh, he's going to school in Nashville at Belmont University, and uh, I was looking for a bass player, and he was a friend of a friend, and he came and filled in for a guy, and uh, I frankly liked his bass playing more. Uh, he's fun to watch on stage too. He's kind of got this little groove he does. It's kind of watch everybody watch for that tonight. I'm telling you, <laughs> they'll know what yeah, you're this talking little, yeah, about. Yeah, a little sidestep sort of a thing he's got going on. It's kind of cool. So, <laughs> it's, no, it's uh, but it, it's a lot of fun. Um, he's just a great guy, and uh, I'm super excited to be here in the in the town of Nick Gale. Very good. Yes, that's there right. are a lot of local musicians that have taken off and gone to Nashville mm-hmm. that are down there now. And I explain something to me because Steve and I are both musicians, and we never really got to the level that you're at. Okay. But you know, back in the day, you could go regionally. And go to her here, 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 and there. But um, it seems to me that there's not really... How do you make a living at this nowadays? Where back in the day, you know, 20, 30 years ago, you could. Is that still the case now? Oh, yeah. No, it, it is. It's, it's a lot harder. Um, you got to get creative with the the um, uh, income or the, the revenue streams, if you will. Um, because where you used to be able to take CDs out and people buy CDs, well, nobody buys CDs anymore. I mean, we will have some CDs tonight for sale, but, you know, where 20 years ago you may have sold 100, 200 CDs a night, you're not going to do that. To the, you're just not going to do that these days. Um, it's all MP3s. Now. It's all MP3s. It's all streaming. So it's trying to get people to stream your songs which pays, but not nearly as much as it. I mean, you know, I I talked to a guy, um, one of my songwriting mentors that I've kind of gotten to know. um, He wrote um, Roundabout Way for George Strait. 
and he wrote Walk On for Reba and, you know, all these number one hits. And he said, just as you see every year goes along, you make a lot less money per song. A, a number one used to be worth a quarter million dollars for a songwriter. And now it's, you know, you're lucky if you get 25000 I mean, it's yeah. just it's that that would be incredible if you could pull that off. And that um, was kind of what I was lending to yeah. or leading to because it doesn't seem like there's any money really in this, not just in performances, but across the board. Well, but but on the flip side, so. of, on the flip side of that though, you know, you think about back in the years where you have what you'd have theater shows and you'd have what Elvis, Jerry Lee Lewis, Waylon Jennings, mm-hmm. you know, you Johnny Cash, you'd have all the, you'd have four or five mega names just to fill a 500 person theater, mm-hmm. right? Right, right. And and uh, now we can go fill a 500 person theater from you know in in certain areas i mean it's so so it's just it's crazy because more people go to shows uh and so there's less money coming in. and you just kind of have to figure out where and how that happens but uh sometimes sometimes uh the shows basically i i say the shows and the merchandise are really where you make your money mostly mm-hmm. um and and, and so sense. and so and and that's that does weed out a lot of people um i know a lot of people are making thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars a month off of like tiktok and just doing goofy videos and sometimes the things that you think are art and amazing and incredible are going to uh, are going to be just the dumbest thing in the world, and <laughs> yeah. you know you'll but you, you'll 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 make you'll make a video that you think is just an amazingly produced beautiful piece of art, and it'll get like fifteen views. Yes, and then like my wife and I, there a couple months ago, we made this video and posted it. You know, the show Yellowstone is all the rage on social media right now, and mm-hmm. so they were getting ready to start the season premiere, and I went, well, I was just coming in from the ranch. We were we were pushing cows all day, and I was just coming in from the ranch, and I said, hey, while we take the tack out of the truck, let's just throw it in the living room on some stools, sit on the saddles, sip on some whiskey, and watch the premiere, the opening of Yellowstone, and we put that up. It went to uh, total spins. All platforms were at like close to thirty million on <laughs> views of this one stupid video of us sitting there on saddles in our living room. I mean, people went nuts over it. And so it's stuff like that. You got to kind of be able to get out of your shell and not take yourself too seriously, but also um, we're uh, in the wrong business. Yeah, dude. I know. It, it, that, right? And the whole time I'm going, the whole time I'm going, and I'm going to release the most amazing single in the world someday, and it won't get half of this. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, all you know? that work. Yeah, all and that, that yeah. work, and it, won't, and it won't touch this. Okay, we've got a caller, and uh, while I'm thinking about this, if you have a question for Eli or any of the rest of us, uh, you can give us a call at six seven four 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 three or six seven two five seven six three, and we have a caller. Go ahead, caller. You're on the air. Oh, uh, good morning. Good morning. Good to be on the, the line again. Uh, this is Gail Simmons. I'm down at the Capitol uh, one last day. I just wanted to call in and give a little context about all the brouhaha around the Speaker of the House um, keeping bills in his drawer on the on the second. Sure. And I just so the first thing is that the entire process down here is designed to keep bad bills or bills that are not ready from from passing. So it there's a lot of wickets that, that have to be gone through. And in doing so, there's three levels of leadership that have the authority granted by the body through their rules to influence or, or basically uh, kill a bill without having it be um, voted on. So the first is the speaker, the president, and they can control the, the bills that get introduced, either on first uh, in the first house or when 
after crossover. Then there's the floor majority leader who uh, can control those bills that come out of committee um, by managing uh, as they are in the uh, what they call the committee of the whole. And then there's the committee chairs who manage once the bills have been introduced and sent to their committee that can manage whether those bills are even heard. So those three positions have a lot of power to just make sure that bills die. And I distinguish die from kill by whether or not there was a vote on it. So uh, there were 493 number bills, 296 in the House, 197 in the Senate. Of those uh, in the House, 24 were not introduced on the first reading, 73 in committee, 40 in the, in the committee of the whole. So the speaker of the, or excuse me, the floor majority leader alone killed 40 uh, in, in the House. It was 6, 6, and 11 in the Senate. And then they crossed over. And so from 197 uh, total in the Senate, 139 made it through. Of the 296 in the House, only 121 made it through. So that was things that died, things that would uh, kill. And the idea is that most of the vetting is done um, in the House of Introduction. So, so really, they try to winnow out as many as possible in that first uh, House before it comes through. And so what happened is, in the House, the four that is the brouhaha for uh, Speaker Summers, there was four, five altogether that he held, uh, four that were the big issue. There were three that the Senate president held. Uh, the committee sat on seven in the House. The uh, four majority leader sat on nine, uh, and it was only a total of six in, in the Senate. Uh, so, uh, you know, one of the things people have to remember is the rules are decided on, voted on by the body, and in fact, uh, the ability of the leadership at all three levels to hold uh, has, has been longstanding, and it, it's just the way it works. So, you know, to, to pull out and, and target the, the Speaker of the House for doing what all of them do and, in fact, are expected to do uh, is, is a little concerning. So I just wanted to call and give some perspective on that. Okay. Thank you so much for your call. You know, I'm really glad that uh, Gail has a passion for that because, man, that's that's stuff that some of us would just find mind-numbing. And you know, oh, I, yeah, exactly. I I was following at this session, and there were times where I couldn't keep up with it. I know, I, right? I, seriously, yeah. and it's and I don't mean that in a bad way, but I would I would interview Senator Kinsky or Representative Crago and would get their opinion on this, that, or the other, and then I'd go to write a story, and it had changed in the legislature right. by the time I got to the story. So yeah. then I had to go back at the end and go. Well, you know, here's what he thought about it, but, you know, here's what they did after the fact. And you have so to really devote time and energy yeah, to that. And you know, for me, that doesn't sound like a good time. No. But a good time to me is live, live music. I mean, that's probably, well, you know, that's, that's our idea of a good there time. Go. <laughs> there you go. All right. And speaking again, of which, we're speaking with the, uh, Mr. Eli Mosley, who is going to be performing at the YL Theater tonight with his band. Seven o'clock? Seven o'clock? Seven o'clock? Seven o'clock, yeah. Okay. Wanted to make sure. Doors open at six, I believe. And tickets are available at the box office or at the door. Gina, how are you doing over there? You haven't said much. Is my mic on? Uh, yes. <laughs> it is now, yeah. You had something that you brought in that was uh, right along the lines with this. Tell me what you're well, you know, what you do. We have lots of uh, country shows, mm-hmm. and but generally 
it is a classic country show. And those are really a, a, a great sellout. For the, we just had Kathy Patea uh, and Susie Boggess, and it was standing room only. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we've had to wipe Yoakum and Bellamy Brothers and uh, Sleep at the Wheel, Oak Ridge Boys, uh, Ian Tyson. But this is going to be a really nice change-up for us with a, uh, you know, new mm-hmm. uh, mainstream hot young talent. And I've been listening to him all week, and I'm telling you, I was, uh, it's not something I really listen to much these days, uh, unfortunately, as a right. country. But I got into it, and Vicky was in, came up to my office. She goes, what are you listening to? I said, it's this kid that's coming to uh, the show. He's a kid. <laughs> yeah. well, compared- I'll take it. I'll take it. Yeah, I mean, compared to you, he is. And, yeah. Yeah, yeah, well, you know, I remember when they still called WD-40, <laughs> WD-40. D thirty nine. Yeah, that was a while. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and so, but so we're this is and we have this, this local kid Nicholas Cage who is mm-hmm. uh, in the band because this is Spotlight on Sheridan, which is something we do every year for uh, part of our season. So I'd really like to encourage that uh, that audience mm-hmm. that we had last week to come oh, yeah. out because I was really surprised. I mean, I love that song. Uh, uh, he listens to country. <laughs> well, thank that you. is an amazing song. That song should be be playing all over the country. Mm-hmm. Well, and and also to kind of clarify, especially since you got a big classic uh, country following, you know my influences were not Sam Hunt, Kane Brown, Florida Georgia Line. That that that's not that's not the sound you're going to get. You're going to get a lot of you know. I grew up listening to Tracy Bird, George Strait, Alan Jackson, mm-hmm. Johnny Cash, Merle Haggard. Uh, that's the kind of stuff you're going to get. You're always going to get, uh, especially on the production side, on the on the albums, you're always going to get uh, steel guitar in every song I record. And we don't have the yeah. ability to take that on the road right now, but uh, it's going to be that type of country music. Steel guitar and fiddle is what you're going to be getting. So, so, know, so you're familiar with the term four on the floor. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I've heard it once or twice. <laughs> New country, but it's got the roots in the classics. You know, right, exactly. Yeah. As a business model, there's uh, Steve is in, what, five bands? <laughs> I've, I had it narrowed down to two now it's just one which is okay with me yeah i can never keep track of what band steve's one of those guys that's in high demand (laughs) okay um real quick here i just got a a little bit of information here from mr tommy we have two pair of tickets to give away for thank you oh i'm supposed to give away as in four and pardon as in four tickets no well, according to fair, <laughs> yeah, okay. don't confuse me. Gene, this is getting too up. complicated. Yeah, no kidding. I know I'm old. You got to explain. <laughs> it's not even new Long yet. math. So those that are interested <laughs> in attending tonight's Eli Mosley Band Concert at the Y.O. Theater, 7 p.m., and you want to win two pairs of tickets, you can text, are you listening, 675-5984. Again, 675-5984. Send a text. Say, hey, I want the tickets, and Tommy will... He'll take care of it. Take care of it. I don't know how he's going to do it. He'll probably, no. uh, you know, roll some dice or something. Who knows? Yeah. I don't know. But anyway, he, he I got one more along, thing, so. guys. Right, okay. right now on the radio, Alexa, play Eli Mosley. There you go. There you go. That's how to do that. If that actually works, call him and let us know. That's amazing. Uh, looks like we have to take a quick break. We'll be back, and we're uh, talking with Eli Mosley with the Eli Mosley Band. This is the Jackson Electric Open Line, and we'll be back right after this.
plug into Jackson Electric and you'll feel the power. If it has anything to do with electricity, anything at all, call Jackson Electric. Commercial, residential, agricultural, it makes no difference. Call Jackson Electric. Jackson Electric does high-efficiency LED lighting and fire alarm systems installation. Wiring a home, wiring a business, new electrical service, or enlarging existing surface. Call Jackson Electric and you'll see the light at 1851 North Main in Sheridan. Wrap Plumbing and Heating has been serving Sheridan since 2010. With all these years of experience, you can rely on them to handle all of your plumbing and heating needs. From new construction to remodels, repairs of existing systems to retrofitting, Wrap Plumbing and Heating can do it all. They are professional, clean, and courteous. Call 429-1196 for all your plumbing or heating needs. As we like to say, if you find a leak, let Dan take a peek. Join Mark Patrick Seminars and stop smoking now without cravings, irritability, weight gain, or your money back. Totally changed my life. It's amazing. I don't have any cravings. You want to quit, but have found it impossible. This is the thing for you. I have absolutely no cravings. It's the darndest thing I have ever seen in my life. It's not for entertainment. It's for results. Do it. It works. Period. You've tried everything else. You need to come and try this. Only $49.99 guaranteed, because don't just cut down, but stop smoking. In addition, lose all the weight, 100% guaranteed with Mark Patrick Seminars. Let hypnosis destroy unwanted cravings and lose weight. That's right, the seminar Wednesday, March 8th at the Ramada in Sheridan. Weight loss seminar at 5.30 p.m. Stop smoking seminar at 8 p.m. Registration 30 minutes before the seminar. Sign up at markpatrickseminars.com. Public service announcement sponsored by Pilch Engineering, serving Sheridan and Johnson Counties. Who's ready for hard-hitting joust action? Chaps is proud to announce our brand new troop, the Knights of Valor, coming to Sheridan on July 29th. Straight from Tilt TV and History Channel's Full Metal Jousting, they are the only full-contact jousting troop in the U.S. See you on July 29th. Please like the Tournament of Knights page on Facebook. Thank you. Fox Sports Radio is back in Sheridan every weekend on 106.3 FM. Tune into the best sports lineup in the nation all day Saturday and all day Sunday on Sheridan Media Smart Talk 106.3 FM. The Fox Sports Weekend lineup brings you all the sporting news and controversial conversations from coast to coast. Don't miss Fox Sports Radio all weekend, every weekend on Sheridan Media's 106.3 FM. We are Jackson Electric open line, 9.30 a.m. and 103.9 FM KROE. If you have a question, numbers to call 674-4443 or 672-5763. I understand we have some callers on hold. We'll get to you as quick as we can, but we want to wrap up with our guest who is in the studio because he's a musician and has to go take a nap. Before <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I woke up, did an interview. It's time for nap time. Yeah. <laughs> Eli Mosley uh, Band will be playing tonight at the Wyo Theater, 7 o'clock. Tickets available at the box office. And again, if you would like to win some tickets to the show tonight, text 675-5984, 675-5984, and Tommy will hopefully get you set up. Oh, I'm sure he will. Okay, Eli. Talk a little bit about uh, tonight's show. Again, your band, just give us an overview of the musicians that you have, because obviously 
if you're touring with them, you must think highly of them. Oh yeah, no, yeah, we've got uh, we got a guy from Idaho Falls actually. Um, uh, he's our drummer. We call him Critter. When you see him, you'll know why. It's really all there needs to be for an intro on him. Uh, <laughs> but he's a great, incredible guy. Uh, one of my favorite guitarists out of Nashville is uh, going to be here tonight. A guy by the name of Chandler. He's incredible. And of course, we have Sheridan, Wyoming's very own Nick Gale, who's going to be. Uh, He's going to be playing with us, and we're super excited about having him. He's been All looking for friends to... and family are going to be uh-huh. here. We... Rooting him on. <laughs> yeah. He's, yeah, he'll be the real star of the show. I'll just be up there. <laughs> I'm just here to draw the people in for him. Yeah, exactly. I'm the opening act. Uh, there'll be a 45 minute bass solo. <laughs> it's just, just kidding. No, but uh, yeah, we're excited about it. It's going to be um, a, a lot of our music that you've heard on the radio. A lot of, um, uh, a lot of country covers from the 80s and 90s um we're, we're just gonna have fun with it tonight honestly we're gonna upbeat we're gonna keep the whole show upbeat we're gonna just try to enjoy some country music and have a good time together and uh, i always one of my favorite parts remember this if you're listening one of my favorite parts about playing in a new area is meeting the people there uh currently i'm working on an album uh, writing songs about the modern-day American cowboy with cowboys from all across the country. And uh, what we do is we fly hit writers in and uh, from Nashville, guys have written number ones. And uh, for guys like George Strait, Garth Brooks, Joe Nichols, people like that. Anyway, um, and we fly in one of these hit writers and we write with these cow crews. And so I'm always looking for new cowboys to write songs about their day in day out lives and we're trying to put together an album for that so that's number one number two i just love meeting people in general and the the towns that we come back to time and time again are the towns that just are a lot of fun for us and so we're hoping to provide an incredible night for y'all we're hoping that we get to meet y'all and um just hang out and have a good time i'll be at the merch table afterwards if anybody wants anything signed or anything like that uh all that good stuff um we're just excited about seeing how how it's what it's like to play in Sheridan, Wyoming. Honestly, every time we played in the state of Wyoming, we've absolutely loved it. So we're really thrilled about this. Okay, thank you. That is Eli Mosley, and his band will be performing tonight at the Wyoming Theater, seven p.m. Tickets available at the box office. And uh, again, if you'd like to win a f- couple pair or a pair of tickets, text six seven five five nine eight four six seven five eight nine. You excuse me, five nine eight four. It's K Y T I. That's how that works. Six seven five K. Because it's the Coyote uh, text line. Gotcha. Yep. Yep. And then just text, I want tickets or something. Okay, Gene has one last thing. Yeah, to those of you who come just to see the announcer, we want to apologize in advance. <laughs> <laughs> that would be Mr. Yeah, Gene. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. It's good you said that, I think, yeah. Those interested Keep that bar seeing, low. <laughs> those interested in seeing traditional style country. With a little bit of energy to it, yeah. Come see the show tonight, Eli Mosley Band. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. And enjoy the show. And hopefully you'll meet some interesting people in Sheridan and get some things accomplished like you were hoping. I do, too. Thank you so much. We're looking forward to it. We're going to take another quick break and get set up. And uh, all of you waiting on hold, we'll get to you as soon as we get back. Uh, This is on uh, the Jackson Electric open line. We'll be back in just a minute.
to the most complex electrical applications, Jackson Electric has the knowledge, the experience, and the reputation to meet and exceed any electrical need or requirement. Jackson Electric's expertise even includes phone systems, data systems, LED lighting systems, fire alarm systems, and irrigation systems. Residential, commercial, industrial, agriculture. If it has anything to do with electricity, anything at all, Jackson Electric does it all at 1851 North Main in Sheridan. Hey, hockey fans, it's been a heck of a season, and the Sheridan Junior Hawks Hockey Club will end the regular season this weekend. They host the Badlands Sabres in the Whitney Rink at the M&M Center. Gates open at 6.30. They drop the puck Friday and Saturday night at 7.30. Adult tickets are 10 bucks, 8 for students, seniors, and military. If you haven't been to a home game this season, this is your last chance. It's the Hawks and the Sabres. Check them out, SheridanHawks.com or on Facebook. Hi, this is Guy Cameron, Compliance Director for Cowboy Skill Games. This April, Cowboy Skill is expanding their Wyoming locations, allowing for additional revenue to help support our local businesses. Cowboy Skill is proud to be a Wyoming-based company and has earned the gold standard of compliance. To find out more about adding the highest earning skill games to your business and keeping our tax dollars in Wyoming, log on to CowboySkillGames.com. That's CowboySkillGames.com. <laughs> had to find my yeah. earbud. Yeah, Ear, earbuds come out, and then you have to look for them. They're kind of small, hard to find sometimes. Yeah. Jackson Electric Open Line. And the phone numbers to call if you have something you would like to discuss, 674-4443, 672-5763. And caller, um, thanks for holding. You are on the air. Is that me? Yes, it's you. Oh, well, thank you very much. I would like to uh, make a remark about what happened with the... Uh, property tax bills that went through the legislature. There were 21 of them. They all sank. Now, something that's important to remember, they were killed in committees. They just didn't get out there. They didn't get voted on. 21, that's a lot. Across the board, okay. Now, our county commissioners here in our county raised the salaries, everyone but themselves. Our city of Sheridan, cross the board salary raises. The legislature raised their salaries. Where does the money come from to pay these increases in salaries, primarily to adjust to the cost of living around here? comes from the taxpayers. Back in 1989, the legislature created the four-tier tax system, mineral, agriculture, commercial, and residential. The hardest burden falls on residents because they can't pass the costs along. If you've got commercial buildings, raise your rent. If you're in agriculture, you're the lowest payers. Mineral, ask more for your product. The hardest burden is carried by residential. And it was resisted from 89 until 95 by some of the county assessors. What it is, is your residential property owner is paying an increase in their taxes on an unrealized capital gain. You don't get that money back until you sell that house. Every year goes by, the house gets older. We used to do cost, less depreciation. We stopped doing it. And by the way, that 89 legislation was sponsored and nursed through the legislature by Cynthia Loomis when she was in the legislature. So this situation is a small scandal in this state. And the nerve of these entities, if you don't think that wham, 
which is the Wyoming Association of Municipalities or County Commissioners Association or State Assessors Association. They're all lobbying down there, letting the legislature understand what we want up here. And it's not you or me, household owners. It's what our government wants here. Raised their salaries. The burden falls on the rest of us who are not employed as civil servants. And, and I just wanted to posit something a little different from what uh, Gail let us know, that it was all right and good and wonderful. Thank you. Well, you're welcome. Um, she's got a point, and I, I agree with this because my taxes went up. Now, mm. let's use me as an example. Mm-hmm. Hey, I live in Buffalo, and the house that I live in was built in 1940-something, mm-hmm. 41, 42. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's not falling down around my head by any means. But, you know, I didn't build a mother-in-law house. I, don't, I didn't put a new fence up. I didn't do any remodeling that would warrant, you know, an increase in taxes. The only thing that happened was I happened to be in proximity to a bunch of houses in my neighborhood that sold for an astronomically ridiculous <laughs> price. So, therefore, the value, quote-unquote, mm-hmm. of my house has gone up. And so I'm paying taxes on this increased value on my house, but I know um, good and well that if I was to try to sell my house, they'd come in and go, okay, well, you know, the electrical needs to be redone. The plumbing's probably okay, but it needs upgraded. Mm-hmm. This needs redone, you you know, blah, blah, blah. So all of that quote-unquote value that's in my house is, is non-existent. It right. doesn't exist. But as far as taxes are concerned, it does. Yeah. Yep. And I think that's wrong. And I think one thing that really bothers a lot of people, too, is is that you don't see that money unless you sell the house. Right. But you're paying on it anyway. Right. Exactly. And I don't know how you would address that. but I don't know either. But there has to be some kind of a fix somewhere. And with all of these bills, as she said, as a caller said, 20-some-odd bills, and, well, I guess two eventually went through. But... You know, a, a very minute amount of these bills went through, and it just seems ridiculous mm. that, that they couldn't get anything done. Right. I mean, because that was the chance to really like right. address this, which obviously a lot of people are feeling the hit, and we feel like it's, you know, we're going to see it again. It's going to happen again. That's exactly what happened, is that now people are starting to get their tax um, assessments, their mm-hmm. value, and their taxes have gone up again this year. Yep. So craziness. Okay. Yeah. We've got another caller. Uh, caller, you're on the air. Go ahead. Good morning. Yeah, amen to everything that you just said. Um, I worked in the legislature, and so I I still follow it closely, and everything is not fine and good down there. 27 House Republicans voted against those House rules that, uh, you know, that Gail's like everybody's for. No, 27 Republicans voted against those rules um, and one of those rules is to let Summers, uh, Speaker Summers, sit on bills he doesn't like. Those are called a pocket veto. It's kind of the colloquial uh, term for that. Right. But, you know, people are also fired up about uh, Speaker Summers because he is sitting on multiple ethics complaints against Representative Cyrus Western, and not only for sending out libelous mailers against his own constituent and the daughter of a fellow legislator, but also bullying a young um, female uh, fellow House legislator. And Summers is just sitting on that, and he hasn't even reprimanded um, Cyrus Western. So people are, people are uh, pretty unhappy about him for a lot of reasons. 
Well, that's interesting because they, on the other hand, you know, I mean, Senator, is it Senator Bouchard? Representative. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, he got chastised Senator. there. So mm-hmm. why, if, if these things are actually true, why wouldn't that happen as well with Mr. Yeah. Western? Good question. Because yeah. it's political. Obviously. And right. Because they're bidding as, <laughs> as the whip. Yeah, right. Everything's politics. No, he, because he's their lapdog as, as the whip, he was appointed uh you know summers he's part of the leadership team and so i that's double bad on him for for allowing that okay i mean westerns refused to cooperate with the sheridan county sheriff's office and yeah there's like i said summers is sitting on multiple multiple complaints and those complaints have been re-referred uh to the secretary of state's office Okay. So you mentioned earlier that you had worked in the legislature. So yes. um, what can be done? Got to any questions Im- about the legislature? Pardon? <laughs> Got any questions about how the legislature works? <laughs> yeah, the works? question I had was w- what can be done about this if, if this is an actual problem? What, what can be done? Well, there's two cliques in the legislature. It's just like eighth grade girl world. And there is a, a, they call them caucuses. You know, there's all these different caucuses. There's the Green Caucus and the Freedom Caucus. And there's one, there's the Crony Caucus. And, you know, Crony Caucus is the ones who vote with, for legislation that their friends, that will enrich themselves and their friends. And the Democrats, there's like, what, five Democrats on the House side. They vote with the Crony Caucus against the Freedom Caucus. Um, You know, so it's basically the small government guys and the big government guys. And it's it's all about leadership. It's like how many individual members you have in each of the caucuses because the caucuses vote on the leadership. So, like, you know, there's there used to be not that in, in a red state. It's it's tough. Red states don't have to fight fight that hard because everybody who's who is going to run as a Republican, whether they believe in that platform or not, because that's, they're not going to get elected in most districts as Democrat, even if they identify more with the Democratic platform than they do with the Republican platform. So you just have to watch how your legislator actually votes on the platform and on the issues that you care about and and then vote for those people. And then I would also ask your legislator who – I know who my my legislators and the legislators in Sheridan, I know who they voted for for leadership. And then you see what leadership does, and you're like, are you cool with that? Because if you're not cool with that, I would be asking my guy or my gal – Who'd you vote for for leadership and why? Because that is part of the problem. That's who sets. That's who sets the rules for these sort of things. So it's it's a subtle thing, but it's an important thing. And anybody who survived eighth grade girl world totally <laughs> understands that. So I know you got you were guys in the studio. Go home and ask your wives. They'll be like, uh huh, yeah. yeah, yeah. We, we survived heard, it in proxy. We didn't really do it. Yeah, <laughs> I've heard some stories. Yeah, I have a daughter that's going there through stuff go. like that right yeah. now. So I had two that went through it too as well. Yeah. So. All right. Thank you so much. So it kind of seems like, you know, the solution, as it is in a lot of cases, is we, the people, holding our representatives accountable. Exactly what I was going to say. We have to get more involved because it's not just a blanket, here you go, go to the legislature, do what you need to do. Mm -hmm. Because she's right. You know, even though there, there are people running as Republicans, they're not necessarily the type of Republicans that you or I think they should be. Mm-hmm. So it needs to be, you know, there needs to be a close eye set on that to where you can say, I don't like the way he voted, just like she said, and then hold them accountable. Yeah. Now, that being said, there are some um, 
well, instances with our local legislators where they said one thing, voted a different way, blah, blah, blah. And a lot of people would jump to conclusions and say, well, they're a communist or they're this, <laughs> you know, which is not the case. And if you sit down and talk to them about why certain things happened the way they did, why they changed their mind, are they are they within the rights to change their mind? Absolutely. And But asking them why mm-hmm. will a lot of times... You know, solve a lot of these issues. Yeah, and you and, you may still not agree with it, but at least you understand right. why it happened. Exactly, yeah. and they may not be you know just you know thumbing their nose at the <laughs> constituents. <laughs> right. We do have one more caller. Caller, you're on the air. Go ahead. Yeah. Hi, this is Brian Miller, Certain County Republican Party. Hey. Hey, just wanted to to follow up on the the uh, the Speaker of the House issue um, and putting bills in the drawers. Okay. Um, when you look at at uh, the last eight years, that's when it became prevalent. Um, back when Speaker Harshman got in, there was an article in the paper down in Casper said, yeah, he'd done it, and he was very proud to do it. Um, ever since then, we've been fighting to, to keep that from happening because state statute really doesn't allow him to do that because it's basically making one person do, you know, control the legislature, and it, it, it's not allowed. So this year, the Speaker got the rule changed, and the rule specifically states that for the 67th legislature, years 23-24 only, the Speaker of the House basically has full control over what bills make it to the floor. That is a problem. And that is something that, that um, I hope that you guys you know, ask um, our own representatives when they call and talk, ask them about that, how that rule got in place. Because it's an interesting story, and it's, a, it's not a good thing for the people of Wyoming. We've lost our ability to have our own legislators actually speak on our behalf. That's, That's all I got. Okay. Thank mm. you so much. That is a good mm. talking point with our local <laughs> right. legislators. I will it'd, make it'd, note yeah. of that. Yeah. Get their opinion on that would be interesting. Absolutely. Yep. And I think um, if that's the case, then if if it supposed to go away in 24 maybe we should push that along <laughs> yeah sounds like it okay I mean, you gotta have a, a if your representative government doesn't work then that's a problem exactly yep we've got a couple of minutes here and i wanted to talk a little bit about this one bill um the transgender sports ban mm-hmm. which went through and i in theory i agree with it you know mm-hmm. because protecting girls it's not meant to be a bigoted bill by any means but it got held up and then eventually it passed with 